0: Hey, everyone. So okay, if you just heard an intro to this episode, then uh, that's great. That means uh, what I did it worked, because I am uh, recording a new intro today. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to be also recording a podcast today. And I didn't want to have an intro and then an intro. So I left it out. Um, but if there was no intro, sorry, this is the empowering women across generations podcast with the health huntress. My name is Laura and I am the health Pondras. So today's episode is build a renewed you in 2022, finding the perfect mindset. So I just want to step back for a second back to that intro piece. I just didn't want to leave it out in case it was missing before and like go on and on. But um, like I said, my name's Laura. If you're new to this, uh, I, I'm pretty new to podcasting and with being a beginner at anything, you grow, you learn. And so everything's not going to be perfect. And there's going to be a little bit of growing pains in there. So uh, obviously, if I want to grow and learn how to do a nice fancy intro, then uh, it might take a couple times of me doing it. So thank you for being patient for those of you that have followed along with me. And I'm so excited, you know, to continue the growth. But as far as today's series, every Wednesday, Build a Renewed You in 2022. And like I said, today's topic is finding the perfect mindset. So I know a lot of you already know this if you've been listening in, but just to give a quick refresh to you and a brief intro to anyone new, every single Wednesday, I add a new episode in this Build a Renewed You in 2022 series where I take you through the process of building a new you as I would take you through building a new home. My background is in new home sales, and throughout my career selling like 500 or more homes, I learned the experience is actually quite similar. So I designed this course, which is my signature life coaching program. I'm putting it out there this year in this format for free to my listeners, and each weekly episode will build on one another, but each one can also stand alone, uh, offering personal development and self-discovery type inspiration. So For the last few weeks in this series, we have spent time talking about our wish list. And that is what our hopes, our dreams, our goals, and even our specific day-to-day life details are. So last week, we talked about being realistic and budgeting, if you will, what we can accomplish now in this go around and what we can keep in our future, future goals. There is still time to figure all that out, though, because this week, we are going to what would be referred to in the new home sales business as picking out your perfect home site. But in the build a new you business, we call it appreciating who you are and picking out the perfect mindset. So, um, it's it's you know finding what's unique about you and you know changing it around through your mindset. So, because we are essentially building a new life with the analogy of building a new home, I want you to imagine yourself finding the perfect spot to do this. Being in the right mindset is to. to build a healthy life is the same thing as finding the perfect home site of where you build your home. Similarly, (laughs) I can't really say that word, but I I think it's like the perfect word for this. In each of in each case of new construction, and in building a healthy new life, every area is unique. I mean, no two lots are the same. No two minds are the same. No two people are the same. So Um, you know, in in picking out that new home site, several conditions are tested to determine engineering of the lot, which depends on things like topography of the location, the soil conditions, things like that. But just because there are setbacks, and or certain restrictions unique to each location doesn't mean that the structure is not possible. So as in construction, soil er irrigation, irregularities can be treated with chemicals to create better conditions and topography may need extra support, or um, more creative options to accommodate the lifestyle you have. So for example, in my own house, I have a, a horrible, I hate it. It's like a steep incline in my backyard. But just because my house was basically on a hill didn't mean my lot could not have a structure built upon it. It could have a beautiful one. I, I love my house. Um, it just meant that it needed a retaining wall. It needed some extra support. It needed some little extra love and care, you know, put into building a house on this lot. And when it comes to my backyard, I have to be more creative than a fellow neighbor with a flatter yard, and maybe some extra support if I want to have a pool or a deck. Sometimes it's a matter of compromise. If I dream of having a ground level patio right off my kitchen, but can't have it with this home site, then I have to come to terms with, I can't have everything the exact way I want all the time. And that sometimes at the end of the day, it isn't a, it's really not that big of a deal. It's a compromise of everything else I can get from the home site I'm working with. So like in our lives, we can't always pick who we are. Like your home site is like your core, um, you know, it takes into account what your core things are about who you are that just are not going to change. And so there's really nothing that you can do except for, um, you know, change around your mind, change around your mindset. So in our perfect dream of a healthy life, there are things about us that just are, things we can't change, like being short or chunky or lanky or disabled. The The characteristics of ourselves can be our personality traits, our likes our dislikes, our experiences, especially from childhood, our age. Anything about you that is basically you at your core and cannot be changed are things that can be perceived differently based on your mindset. It's all about... Our mind okay so just as in our home set in our home site it is what it is it's your perception of it that changes whether you like it or not whether it's doable or not whether you envision it as magnificent or a complete no this doesn't work will determine your outcome we have to work with who we are in the things that won't or cannot change If you build on something that isn't you, then you are building on someone else's land that you can be pulled out that can be pulled out from you at any time. Know yourself enough to know what makes you unique is your differentiator. It is what makes you special. It is what makes your home, your life, the best place that you will ever feel home in. So um, I can't tell you how many times I've sold a house and I've down to like the last you know bit of lots in my community and. You know, people just have to make work and make do with lots that are not as desirable. And, but they make them desirable. I can't even also tell you how many times when the house actually comes in and what people do, you know, to these houses, all it takes is that mindset, that little shift, what could be wonderful for one person might not be wonderful for another person, but who cares, everybody's working with what they have. So we may have unique conditions where we require medication or something, but it doesn't mean building a healthy life isn't possible or any less valuable than anyone else. And just because you may have a physical or emotional setback, like in the case of my backyard, you may just require additional attention, support, or creative options when doing th- certain things. Some of the most beautiful and valuable homes in the world are built on difficult lots. That makes each and every one unique. Like like I- I've seen all kinds of real beautiful architecture books and architectural um, homes built all over the world. And, you know, the most, the best ones are on these crazy lots that, you know, people have to get super creative to make a magnificent You know, and it's the same thing that goes for our lives. We are each unique and one difference or imperfection could actually be considered a valuable asset with just a little shift in mindset. And like I mentioned before, it's that differentiator piece. It's that thing that makes you different that you might hate so much about yourself, but it is actually your best value, your best asset. You can just turn it around and make it you, you know, make it unique. It's who you are. It's what makes you special. So, I want you to consider your life in whatever stage or circumstance you are in and realize that wherever you are, you are unique. There are unique parts to you that nobody else has. And that's what makes them valuable. If you ever catch yourself saying you can't do something because of blank, you fill in that blank. Uh, This or that negative way you end that sentence needs to be nipped in the bud before you knock down your potential. Change the mindset to... I can do anything I want. I just may need to get more creative. Because the reality is there are pieces about us that, you know, we always want better, like people with straight hair want curly hair, curly hair, want straight hair, and then they have it like if I ever got a perm or something, I'd probably be miserable and hate it and miss my straight hair I'd be looking at everybody with straight hair. Brunettes want to be blondes, blondes want to be brunettes. That's why we're so indecisive about life. That's why we constantly are changing and, you know, wanting a change. It's because once you get something that you think you want, then you want something else. But the things that are core about us, we have to accept. We just have to because they're not going to change. You can't do anything about them. And that is where creativity comes in. In order to be creative, we need to feed ourselves creativity. We can't spit out creativity on demand. It is something we may have um, as our unique talent. But even the most creative people in the world get a block. And also creative people are constantly feeding their creativity. So it is also a little bit of a law of attraction. You get what you give and and you give what you get. And I say you get what you give is because you have to give yourself creativity in order to get creativity. And when you have creativity, that's what you can give. And it's like a it's like a circle. It's like a it's like a it's like a cycle where then you're going to give and get and give and get and give and get over and over again. But creativity is necessary in order to love those things about yourself. You know, love those things that you cannot change. Like my lot, I have to get super creative about what I'm going to do with my home site. You know, it's like, I have to get super creative about the fact I've always wanted to be shorter than I am. You know, I can't ever be shorter than I am unless, you know, something horrible happens and I lose my legs or something, you know, like, I just have to accept it. And so I just have to be more creative and maybe how I dress or what I wear or, you know, all of those types of things. So don't ever stop the creative process with the words, I can't. That is the instant killer to creative energy. Opening the door to your creativity, it's always, you can do anything. Like, your possibilities are endless. You might need to be more creative. But guess what? Using the unique and different parts about who you are at your core, the unique things about you that cannot be changed, those things are your asset. Those things are your differentiator in making you stand out being more valuable than the lot next to yours. I mean it, it it's just I just when you think of it like that to me I don't know if it's because I come from a new construction background but this is why I'm sharing this program is it's just a different it's different just a different mindset and in, in general about how we care and perceive ourselves. Um you know and like when you compare it to a lot it just to me like when you compare it to you know a home site that you just absolutely can't change but you can just make it dominating. Like, that's another thing. If let's just say you have two houses right next door to each other, and one gets super creative with the way that they do things, and then the other one doesn't, guess what? Whose house is now more valuable? I can't tell you how many challenging home sites that I've had in my career that in the end turned out to be amazing because of a little creativity and a little bit of extra love and attention. If you are like all the other lots on the block, guess what? You will just blend in. Embrace what makes you different. Have your mindset be what grounds you. How you interpret anything is what you believe is to be true. If you think you being short limits you, then you are already coming from a place of lack. Who said being short is limiting? Being short has value. Even if you desperately wanted to play basketball as a short person, you just have to be a little bit more creative to get there. And even if that means you'll never like go pro or something like that, but... It doesn't mean you can't. If you love the sport, be a coach, work hard, be a commentator, get creative, you know, work really extra hard to prove yourself. You can be anything that you want to be. Now, this doesn't totally mean like if you wanted to be like Kylo- Kylie Jenner, and let's say you're, you know, me as an example, uh, it's not going to happen no matter what I do. Like, so I'm not saying be unrealistic, um, but. So going back to the Reality Bites episode from last week, budgeting, you know, being realistic about, you know, where you are in your life right now. But if I really wanted to be like Kylie, Kylie Jenner, I could be I could be classy. I mean, I know that's debatable. Some people don't think she's classy. But in the most part, I, I, you know, she's classy. I could work hard to be rich. I could be confident in my skin, no matter what. I don't need money and fame to have confidence. I can be whatever I want in my own creative way. And who knows? Even in my mindset, I could feel like Kylie Jenner and walk around with confidence, and see what happens. It's all in our mindset. It's what we believe, what we believe to be true, what we hold value. You know, what 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 holds value is is all in a mindset. Don't let other people tell you what's valuable, and that what you have and you cannot change isn't valuable. Because what you have and you cannot change is your best value. So here's another example. You can have the exact same condo in Aspen overlooking the mountains that is in Venice Beach overlooking the ocean, and both can be amazing. But you can't take the ocean view and move it to Aspen. The beach is going to have to appreciate its unique beauty, make it its own, and vice versa. The beach will never be the mountains. If the beach cried about it all day long, it would miss out on being the beach. Do you understand, Link? I can never be happy about, I could never, if I cried all the time about wanting to be shorter, then I would miss out on the opportunity about being taller. And plus, it's a total waste of time, you know, because then I'll be shorter and have the different complaints. You know, like my daughter, my 15 year old, I think she's going to be shorter, like the perfect type of what I always tell her, like, you're the perfect type what I wish I could have been, you know, and she's like, Oh, but I hate it and this, you know, And it's just like I said, we always want what we can't have. So just appreciate and accept those things and stop going around and around and around about it. Because even if you were what you think you want, you probably wouldn't want it if you had it. So it's just such a waste of time. So basically, our minds are our home sites. Our minds keep us in perspective. If you tell your mind to hate something, it will. If you tell your mind to love something, it will. If you tell your mind to get creative and change something you hate into something you love, it will. All it needs is consistent and clear direction. Damn, I I really think that that's some powerful stuff. I really, really do. Our mind is so powerful that it can actually change the way that we feel about something, you know, the way that we see something. And if we just dig into that just a little bit, then that's so empowering just in itself. I mean, it's so your power will just skyrocket. It's all in your mindset. Some people say just move or change what you don't like about yourself. And I'm here to squash that because you can't run away from things. Nothing is perfect. Nothing. Wherever you move, you will always have to compromise. Compromising with yourself about things that can't be changed everyone and everything around you. Even the newest iPhone isn't going to be perfect for everyone, but you take the good and you work with the bad. Shifting and training your mind is going to work for you, not only in this, but in everything that you do. It becomes who you are, which is a realist. Uh, I, a, a person who is happy, even when everything isn't perfect. You know, Because if you always strive to have like everything you don't have, then it's never going to be good enough. So back to the comparison of all of this with the home site where I I live. At times, I really wish I had a flatter lot where I could have a pool. I've always wanted a pool. When we first moved into this house, you know, 13 years ago or 14 years ago, whatever it was, I had pool people come out. I got multiple uh, quotes and everything. I just really wanted to have a house with a pool for my kids, which that's how I envisioned raising my kids, which was having a pool. I could have it. It, but it, I could have it, but it would be a lot more expensive. So I had to evaluate the trade-off, and obviously the trade-off t- to get one didn't win. But when I started to get bothered by it, I remind myself the trade the trade-off that I do get, the trade offs that outweighed, you know, the the excess money I would have had to have the pool, which is I don't have to clean the pool, and it's also expensive to maintain the pool, especially in the winter months. It's you know because I live in Virginia and I wouldn't be able to have the pool like all year round. And for resale, you limit your market because not everyone wants to deal with a pool. I've sold, I've had people that have bought new homes for me selling their previous home that have actually filled their pool to sell their to sell it because people didn't want a pool. So just talk about the big waste of that, you know? And also because of the steep incline, I have a walkout basement, which means my house sits higher up on a lot. I have a beautiful view out my bedroom window because of my steep hill that I hate in a lot of other ways. but. I have to when I get into those moments where I'm like, oh, I hate my yard. I say, you know, these are the trade offs. These are the things that I do get. And also, if I had a pool, my dogs wouldn't have as much room to run around in. So I don't have a huge yard anyway. Um, so putting a pool in it would kind of limit all of that for them. So they have more run around space and stuff, stuff like that. But if I dwelled forever that I hated something that I can't change, that would be a pretty miserable life in this home. You know, instead of with all the other trade-offs of how much I love this home, obviously, I like it enough I bought it, you know, knowing that my backyard looked the way that it did. So I, you know, my parents have a steep backyard like that, too. So they had to go through trade-offs. And they still, you know, talk about their yard and how steep theirs is even more steep than mine. But, you know, it's all in just changing your mindset so that you don't have a miserable life, so that you can enjoy the life with the things that you have and embrace the things that you have and actually make them your, better, your best asset. So I have had all kinds of different plans of getting more creative with my backyard. And if I ever get around to it, I will do those things and I will post about it. So I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've sketched out different ideas. Every spring I do it like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this. Uh, I think like I, not this past summer, but the summer before I had a guy come out, and we did a sketch of like a, a big gigantic deck and have like a screened in porch and all of these things, you know, but my yard rocks the way that it is. It is what it is. I'm happy and grateful for what I have. So, you know, yes, my yard rocks. And you know what else rocks? You rock too. We all rock. We're we're, you know, we all have uniquenesses about us that we just need to accept and, you know, rock on. <laughs> um so I hope this gets you a little inspired today to think about your mindset and learn to love yourself more for the things that you don't like about who you are and the parts of you that are you. I plan to share in future episodes throughout the year, my own struggle with things about myself that I don't like and have had to come to terms with. And trust me, I have a lot. There's a lot of things that I, I still struggle with. Um, So I go through this whole mindset thing a lot. But you know, we cannot be stable and have like a stable foundation on a shaky home site. We just can't, you know, so we really have to appreciate those things about ourselves. And even if it's a constant struggle, you know, it's, it's the same thing when you own a house and you have a house on it, like things are going to happen. Like my yard, I haven't had this problem, but I know some neighbors have, because their yard actually goes up in the back, um, on the other side of the street. Um, mine goes down, they, they have the incline in the opposite direction. So anyway, they get a lot of mud and, you know, things like this and debris that comes down the hill into their, you know, house area. So I don't have that problem, but, um. Shoot. Now I forgot my whole point of that. Oh, well, that's what happens when you're live and you don't edit. So if it, I'm going to listen back and I'm gonna be like, Laura, you're so stupid. That's what you were saying. And I don't have anybody. You guys, you guys aren't here to tell me what I was saying. Uh, oh, well. Oh, I, I was just saying that I have a lot of things, you know, to come to terms with. Oh, well, oh, well, it doesn't matter. But we're, ne- we're never perfect. And a lot of it comes down to our childhood, feeling loved, being bullied, being seen, fitting in. And then some of it is our own perception of ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of it is comparison with the other side of the fence, as they call it. You know, like I always, already mentioned, if you want something, and then you get it, and you realize you don't want it, you know, that it's never enough. Nothing is ever going to be good enough. I'm really bothered by what I was going to say, guys. I really am. But anyway, it's also just the influences of society. It's the same thing with home, home ownership Um, with, with, you know, who's creating what the value is and the market value of things, you know, and that fluctuates. And I guess it fluctuates with us too, you know, because we're going through different things in our life and we increase and... Uh, value in ourselves, and we decrease in value in ourselves. Um, you know, but it's cyclical. It's going to come up some days and down some days, and up some days and down some days, and up some days. And so we just work with what we have. But the the more baseline that we have, and the more um, love that we give ourselves, the more acceptance we give ourselves, the easier it is. And I'm still just so bothered about what I was going to say because I'm going to be so mad when I listen back. But oh well, I'm not going to bother you guys about it. You're there saying this is what you said, dummy. But um. Anyway, it's just constant work. So I want to end today with a quote. I'm still trying to think back real fast, but I should just focus on this. So let's just end today with the quote. Uh, I love this quote. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. And then you will grow. And that's so cool. You know, you have to start with what you have. Use what you have and do what you can, and then you will grow. So that is just, I think, in line maybe with what I was going to say. I don't know, but um, because I was talking about just having to, you know, use what you have. Sorry, it's like so bothering. It's really, really bothering me. But just having that stability, you know, having that, that, that those things about you that you want to build on. And that's where that is. Start where you are use what you have, do what you can. And then you will grow. I love that. It's the perfect way to end. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. Just going to suck up that I don't know what I was going to say. And I really hope to see you guys back next week. Um, Next week, we're going to be starting to settle on our goals. I broke that down into two episodes, part one, part two. Um, where we're going to go through each basically life area and just kind of talk about it and kind of get you a little bit more solidified in your goals. And that's it, guys. So again, that's next Wednesday, I post this every Wednesday, but I'll post again another topic on Friday, what I'm thinking I want to talk about is, um, is mean girls. That's been something on my mind for a while. And, uh, and I thought I was watching The Bachelor last night and thought, you know what, I think I am going to talk about that this week. Because you know, mean girls and and just, you know, girls in general, like that whole mean girl mentality that I think a lot of women still um, deal with, you know, they they either are that person, or they deal with somebody like that. Uh, So let's talk about it. That's the topic for Friday. I'm gonna make it solid. So okay, thank you guys. Empowering Women Across Generations with the Health Huntress podcast, please follow. Thanks. Bye.